Yeah, there we go. Can everybody can hear That's mine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast. It's All Fish and Chips. My name is Thor, and I will be your tavern keeper for the evening. Um, I'll be setting up big old pints of grog and mead for all our guests and patrons. Um, so look forward to that. We've got next to me, we've got the, the bouncer for our, our fine establishment here. He's keeping all the riffraff out, keeping all the good townsfolk safe. We've got Bubby. Good day, mate. <laughs> Bubby's working on some new accents <laughs> for the show. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Mixing it up. Um, then next to Bubby, we have, unfortunately, an empty seat because the Cobalts have absconded with Tyler and are holding him hostage and have sent us a ransom note. Bum, bum. Now, we have decided to apple, ga- uh, apple gang this. <laughs> Amanda's turning Which up. Which one am I? Amanda's turning up the wrong volume, so everyone's headphones are now jacked That's up. That's the one I touched. This is yours, right? I don't nope, know. I'm not. I'm plugged into where Tyler's plugged in. Oh, yeah. I'm in Tyler's this hole is, today. This podcast, as always, is off to a rip roar and start. Anyway, Tyler's been kidnapped by the Cobalts. Well, they figure out their volumes. I'll just let everybody know that we're not going to pay the ransom. Not up, down, down, down. Holy hell! Okay, that's better. <sighs> we're not going to pay the ransom. We're just going <laughs> to apple, apple dumpling gang this thing and just see if they send them back. And then over here to Amanda, whatever. I don't care anymore. It's Amanda. <laughs> it was, at first, I was just going to try to meet everyone at their level, but then Bubby came in and it was real loud and I can't, I can't do it. All right. Is everybody... Uh, we really should just check this before we start the podcast, but anyway. Nobody says, hey, we're going. You hear the music and you know, hey, we're going. But then it's too late. By then, it's I got yelled at last late. time for messing with the knobs when that, it was music lit, was playing. Leave my knob alone. <laughs> and then we let <laughs> Bubby touch him, and here we are. Hell in a handbasket. I'll stay out of your it's hole. You All right, leave episode, my knob alone. This is episode <laughs> 10, for those of you keeping track at home. Um, this is the big 1-0. We're double digits now. It's very exciting. 20 exciting. weeks in, at least 20, or around 20 weeks into this experience. Now that we've gone to every week, I don't know how to keep math anymore. But um, that's where we're at. So everybody have a good week. Everybody, uh, the weather has been lovely. Um, I've been very happy with keeping the windows open and not having to run the AC. So bonus that. Nice. And, um, so we got that going on for us, which is nice. I'm wearing my hoodie because it's freezing in my office. Is it now? They don't. You don't have your own thermostat in that office? Do, but it's just fine when it's a little warmer outside. Uh-huh. But now that it's cooling off a little bit, that air conditioner keeps up. You could, you could turn it down. Well, he needs to turn it up. But then if it gets warm again like it's going to this next week. Then and if there are only some sort of like buttons or dial on the front of that thing. It's that computerized. You, it's compu- Oh, who's yeah, in charge of that? It's a computer in a switch room. Oh. Ch- change. It's you, the, you the facilities password? manager. You ain't got the password? I don't that. know how to operate that thing. <laughs> Bubby, the tech director of that <laughs> particular establishment. It's air conditioning. I, I Stumped by the air conditioning. <laughs> That's why we have a facilities guy. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've got uh, two thermostats in my, uh, in my uh, shop over there, and uh, one, one does half the room, 
and the other does the other half. And one day I'm going to set one to as cold as it'll get and one to as hot as it'll get and see if I can make it rain. Tornado. Outside. It's it. It's worth a shot, right? See what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anybody got anything they want to start with? Um, we have an email. Oh. Do you want to? Okay, sure. We email? don't have a particular spot for emails. So if you'd like to write into the podcast, you can write us at itsallfishandchips at gmail.com or visit our website. It's allfishandships.com. Amanda? Okay. Do you want to know who it's from or do you just want me to read it? Um, do we know this person? Yes. Okay. I would like you to read it then and then we will reveal the person at the end. Okay. Okay. Do your podcast. <laughs> Why Malorts and Lady? Mm. Oh. Why did it sound like Thor was sitting in the front seat with me? Tyler and <laughs> Bubby were in the back seat. And Amanda sounded like you shoved her in the trunk of the car. <laughs> well, I can answer two of those questions. <laughs> and that, and that, that email is from? I'm not done yet. Oh, there's more. I thought they were just mm-hmm. calling to complain. Nope. Also, this family does Christmas. We do have a special Christmas breakfast, decorations, and traditions. Many of those chosen by Amanda. That is all. Ah, and I'm going to assume this is from <laughs> sister, uh, one of the one of your sisters. Yes, from Caroline. From Car- Caroline. She, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. She was very offended by my lack of Christmas spirit <laughs> in well, the last episode. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Caroline. Amanda had a lack of any spirit <laughs> during that particular episode. The Malort done took her down real early, well, real quick. She, she partake of that spirit. Right? Do not partake of that spirit. It's sitting on the counter behind you. <laughs> Don't touch it. I, uh, a friend of the podcast, um, Carol, mm-hmm. texted me the other day and said she was interested in in trying the, the Malort, and I said, nice. Malort is a, a punishment from God. <laughs> um, yes, I was very hot in that episode, and Amanda was nowhere near her microphone, and thing, I have hopefully adjusted these levels. Uh, the last episode, the next episode should be fine. I think I've adjusted levels since then. So, uh, thank you for writing in the podcast. If, if you uh, would like to write in the podcast, any questions, concerns, critiques, uh, Christopher Stanley, we know you're out there with a uh, list of notes. We would love to hear those as well. Um, again, please write in. So I'm going to jump in here. I've got a couple ones here. I'm going to start with the most recent one. So yesterday, I'm here at the house, going about my business, and somebody rings the front door. No one ever, you know, I don't, I don't like people come to my front door. They ring the front door. Ding dong. And I look at the camera, and there's a lady just standing there. Do not know her. Don't know what's going on. So I go down, and I hear her yelling through the front window that I currently have open. Hello, hello, is anyone in there? And I'm like, what the hell is happening here? So I go down, and I, uh, I say, hey, can I help you? And she goes, hey, I was driving by here this morning about 10 o'clock. This is like 6 o'clock in the evening. About 10 o'clock, and uh, there was a German shepherd running around out here. Um, and I couldn't stop, and um, and he was just running around like in the street and stuff. It was either here or was, um like two streets over. It was one of the two. Um, and I'm like, and I have, and yet up to this point, no idea why she has come to my house or is telling me this story. But she goes, so yeah, um, there was this German Shepherd. Done. She's done. That's it. Didn't ask any questions. Didn't want anything. Just. Was wondering about that dog. I was like, no German Shepherds here, ma'am. And she goes, okay. It might have been on that other street. And then she left. It had been eight hours. Okay? That dog was either good or dead. One of the two. And she was not the owner of that dog. 
I was not the owner of that dog, and I don't know why this interaction happened. You need to put a sign outside your house. Do not there's knock a, at my door. There's a no solicitor sign already out there. Is there? And that does stop most of the solicitors. Not all, but most yeah. of the Those solicitors. Those people aren't solicitors. No, they're just no. crazy people coming to my house to tell me about the dog they saw. You should say... Not ask sh- me. You should have a sign that says, at this house, we play Ding Dong Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Think I get that in, in like a, a welcome mat? Yeah. You're just going to have to start ignoring everyone at the door. She was, I, I tried. Like, she rang it, and I was like, nope. And then she rang it again, and the dogs are going apeshit. Wow. And I'm like, nope. And then she just starts yelling in the window, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to go deal with this now. Ugh. So, um, people, please stop coming to my house. This is, you're not the first or the last person who has come to my house for just random reasons. I just, I just ignore people at my door. Do, do people come to your house? Like, do random people just come Only up to your house? Only salespeople. Yeah, so salespeople. Alarm systems and satellites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, got, they usually have, like, a, uh, some sort of lanyard around their neck. Yeah. And a clipboard. Yep. Yeah, I see those people all the time. They're usually... iPad. They're usually chased off by... Not the iPad, yeah. They're usually chased off by the no solicitor sign. I got a nice one. It's, like, stamped metal, and it's attached to the house. It's real nice. Um but I've seen people walk up and, and like go. It's right above the doorbell, like it's doorbell, and then the no solicitor sign. I've seen them reach up to hit the, the, the doorbell and see the sign and go, and they just kind of quietly <laughs> walk away. And I'm like, perfect. That was worth every nickel. Nice. <laughs> All right, Amanda. What? Tell me about being left behind. Okay, so at work the other day, um, I went into our little break closet. It's not really a break room, <laughs> but break closet. To get some water. So I, don't, not, I don't remember why I was in there because I was so bothered by what I had seen. I walked in and <laughs> there was, I think, a cup okay. um, of water and a notebook. And the person who I had just seen walk in there was no longer there. I was like, just what like happened? Gone. Raptured. Oh, shit. I guess. Um, that was my first thought. And so I thought, I was like, oh, no, I've been left behind. Oh, no. And then I thought, maybe in middle school, I think middle school, when the left behind thing, when Kirk Cameron was teaching us all about being left behind. Former child star Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Turned um, evangelist of some kind. Yeah. Um, Maybe I should have read those. But then I was like, did he teach us about what to do when we get left behind? Or was he trying to keep us from being left behind? I don't think Kirk Cameron wrote those books. I think he was just in the movie. Right. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) what was the point? I have the books if you want to read them. I do not. But I would like for you to tell me. Yeah, have you read these books, Bobby? (laughs) It's been years ago, but yes. Did it teach you about being left behind? No, 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 no. It's Why was it called Left Behind? Was it like a how-to manual? Like, now that you've been left behind... It's totally story and made it to a movie. So Yep, Kirk Cameron got that yeah. part. It's for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> not, it's not. But why is it called Left Behind? Because everybody is raptured at the very and beginning. But Kirk not, Cameron is left behind? I, I, oh, people are left behind. The, people, the story is about I the people. I don't know about what Kirk Cameron did in it. it was, I don't know Bubby, if I've seen the movie. I've read you, the books. You were at the premiere. Do not lie nope. about this. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> You Kirk Cameron signed your books. I, I know. Don't, don't lie to me, Bobby. I wish. Okay, so wait a minute. So how much do you remember the books? Uh, not a lot. Ladies like and gentlemen, said, this is years our, ago. one of our newest segments called Book Corner, where Bubby will describe <laughs> a book that he vaguely remembers. 
that he owns, that but he may owns. or may not it's have It's been read. a long time. And okay. I, I did read them all. But this story, like the story is about the people who were left behind, not the people who were raptured, correct? Or is it about the people who were raptured looking down no, no, upon no. the people about who were left behind? No, no, no. It's about left behind. It's about the um, Antichrist. Who's the Antichrist, Bobby? Who Kurt Cameron. Out the, is it Kurt no, Cameron? No, it's not Kurt Cameron. <laughs> Tracy? His name Tracy is, Gold? His name is Ni- Nikolai. That was the other. That was the girl. Is the show. Antichrist? Or uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was also on that show. He could be the yeah. Antichrist. Wait well, thanks for nothing. Bobby. <laughs> thanks for nothing. But see, I'd be more and interested in like that story could just be like all the people who got raptured up and they're like, "Oh shit, Frank got left behind." <laughs> right? It's just a list of and, those. And left then somebody, behind. somebody's like, "Yeah, remember when Frank, you know." <laughs> Did that thing where he got fired for it? Yeah, it was probably a good idea. Frank got left behind. So I've got a. So speaking of left behind, this has nothing to do with anything else I've got. But I've got a good business model for the apocalypse and for being for the rapture times. Okay. Okay. This involves uh, the people that you know are not going to be raptured up, and and you know who you are, people out there, who know that you ain't gonna make it. You're gonna be left behind. So I'm gonna start an insurance company. Okay. Pet insurance. So when you are raptured up, Bubby, okay, and the rapture happens, me and my ne'er-do-well friends will come to your house and get your pets who have been trapped now in this house. They're not going to be fed. They're just going to die in that house all by themselves. And we're going to come and get them, and we'll take care of them. And we'll find them a home, and we'll make sure they're fed and taken care of. And, and that's what my insurance pays for? Yeah, that's what your insurance is going to pay for. So you're paying insurance in so that when you get raptured, We'll come and get your animal and, and take it to safety and make sure that it's taken care of. And for the low price of, let's say, $20 a month, I will, I will guarantee you that service. Because I know, I've, I've seen how I've lived my life. I'm probably not going. And I know other people who are probably not going. So we'll make sure that we take care of all these animals for you. Would you purchase this insurance? What makes you think the animals aren't going? Because it's very clear, Bubby. I learned one thing in middle school that traumatized me for life and it was one of my friends said animals don't go to heaven and oh. i said well then this is not the club the, for me the did folk? you see the disney movie all oh. that's not a disney <laughs> movie first of all that's There's a, a don bluth movie no although it's it gonna happen i'm pretty sure it's bluth oh yeah um it's not uh, uh, if you're out there mr bluth and uh, you would like to disagree with me at that point please feel, feel around in the black us um but he lied to us. But he, no, the Catholic Church says, Bubby, ain't no, there ain't no animals up there. No pets are waiting on you when you get there, which is sad. Maybe they have their own heaven. I don't know. Because you, really, do you want to hang around with me? Probably not. So, but. I'm going to be the new Noah, and I'm going to be responsible for taking care of all the animals. Just two by two, or are you going to get them all? I think I have to take care of them all. Got to catch know, them all. Did you know it's not two by two? It's not just two of every kind? I didn't know that. No, it's not two of every kind. Two of some, and then more of others. And it's like spelled out. So if you're like a clean animal, I think you get more. You get like eight or something. What's a clean animal? So that's like not, not pigs, because they're unclean. Because you can't eat the pork in, the, in Bible oh, times, that kind of stuff. Oh, like I see. Hooved, I think hooved animals. They took more so they would have some to eat. Oh, I see. Oh, no. That's unfortunate for the ones who didn't make it. Um, did you know? No, I'm no. Did you know that in? Huh? It's probably the washing machine. Oh. In 2014, okay. there was a film called Left Behind, starring Nicolas Cage. Oh. 
Shit, Nicolas Cage, tell me more. Rebooting the series, it was followed by Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist, and 2023 with an entirely different cast. 2023? Yeah, 2023. There's a movie called Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Does it say who played the Antichrist? Because we're, we're still questioning who was who is um, the Antichrist. Is it Leonardo DiCaprio? No, I don't see. I don't recognize any of these names. Oh, I, 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 wouldn't, I would not think you would recognize <laughs> any of the names in that movie. Also, I don't think I know the... Oh, what did you say the name of the Antichrist was? Uh, Nikolai. Okay, so that's this Bailey Chase. Oh, yeah. Is he a sexy... He's, He's pretty dreamy, so... Oh, sexy Antichrist. Amanda's signing up for the wrong side. Here we go. Aw, he's so precious. Oh, look at him. He's got the fancy hair. He kind of looks like, um... Uh... Dang it. Show that Bubby. Bubby, who does this look like? Bubby. Bubby. Bubby, look at the picture. Who, Who does that look like? <laughs> looks like a Haygood. Looks like a... Uh, first name, Jeremy. Uh, Renner? No. No? Uh, former salute. His wife was also in the saloon. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I see that. Yep, I won't say his last name. Yeah, just in case he, you know, litigious in any way. But he may be the Antichrist. So, Jeremy, if you're listening to the podcast, you might be the Antichrist. Just be aware of that. I thought you were going with movie star. No, no, just people you know who that, who that looks like. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm gonna get my big story here. So we went. Uh, this past weekend, me and the missus, to go see Train in concert. You guys know the band Train, don't you? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Come on now. It's my wife's favorite band. Well, she can have them. She can have them, says <laughs> says the lady who went and saw Billy Strings. <laughs> I love Billy Strings. Um, so we went to the Ozark <laughs> Those, is that your personal collection? Yeah. Oh. What's, what's, <laughs> oh, it looks like that. Yeah. What do you got there? He, the whole entire Left Behind series. Oh, Bobby Bob's read like 20 books. books. You yeah. got them all? Catch them all? Like a Pokemon? We do have them all, but yeah. Okay. Anyway. Bobby, I'm going to need you to reread all those books and give us a book report on this. Um, so we went to see the train concert up at the, at the Ozark Amphitheater. No, the Lake of the Ozarks Amphitheater up in the, the Lake of the Ozarks. And uh, we went up and we stayed at the Margaritaville um, Resort, R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Figured that would be appropriate. And uh, it's the old Cantera, if you've ever been to uh, Lake mm-hmm. of the Ozarks. They, yep. re- they redid it, put some money into it. Didn't put probably enough money into it, but they put some money into it. Fixture up fancy, what have you. So we get up there, and they've got, like, the Landshark Bar, and they got the swim-up pool, and they got all the, you know, the standard Margaritaville stuff. Giant flip-flop. Giant flip-flop, a whole nine yards. they got the water slides, and it's, it's pretty good. Pricey, but it's pretty good. So we go and have lunch, and then we go back to the room, and then there's, there's then they got the swim-up bar pool down by the, by the, by the Landshark uh, restaurant, and it's packed out. Saturday, we're down there, packed out. Everybody's trying to enjoy that last warm uh, weekend for summer. There's a pool right outside our room. And we're like, oh, we'll go, we'll go to that pool because it's right there. and There's nobody in it. Okay, That's a key part of the information right there. There's nobody in this pool. There's sure. a reason why there's nobody in this pool. That pool 
that water, I, did, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but in middle Missouri, there is a tunnel that goes from the Lake of the Ozarks straight to a glacier in Alaska, okay? Just a direct line from that glacier to that pool. That is how that has to work because that water temperature had to have been, I'm going to guess, slightly above freezing. <laughs> so I'm, dumbass me that I am, go down there. And there's a pool and then there's a little, little area over there, which I mistake to be a hot tub. We'll come back to that. Um, so I go down there and I hop right in that pool and whoop, everything in my entire body just seizes up. Another guy had come along like at the same time and he jumped in the deep end and I thought for sure he wasn't going to get back out. I thought he was just going to sink to the bottom of that pool and that would be the end. Cramped, cramped. Right, just everything. Like you hit that water, it is so cold. I like, I don't know how cold, how this, because it's been hot all summer, mm-hmm. but this pool is managing to stay that brisk. 42 degrees or whatever it's managing. Terrible. So I'm in there for all of five minutes. I'm like, nope, I'm going to get in that hot tub. I'm surprised you lasted that long. Right. Well, I paid the money. I figured I might as well give it a shot, right? So I'm, like, I'm going to get in that hot tub. So I go over there to what I assume to be a hot tub. Nope, that's just the kiddie pool. Um, and it is co- somehow n- colder than the other pool, <laughs> which is amazing. Smaller be- area. It's smaller and it's more shallow, but it has like a little splash fountain in the middle, which I'm assuming is where the water from Alaska comes from. Right. So, just puckered up. And I'm like, alright, this is not going to work out for me. Now you know why everybody was on the other yeah, No, 100% I know why they were So, we, I go back to the room, get changed, and we're going to go they got an indoor water park, so we're going to go check that out. We're not probably not going to go, but we're going to go check it out. You ever been to an indoor water park, Bubby? I have, yes. Okay, what's the common denominator for all indoor water parks? What's that experience like? Uh, it's is it is it breezy? And no, it's usually humid. Humid, like really humid. Really humid, yes. And uh, what does it smell like in there, Bubby? Uh, chlorine. Thick like chlorine, yeah. right? Yeah, like assaults your face. Yes, that's this one. Every indoor water park is exactly the same. We walk in there, and you it just you could taste. It's on your teeth. You got like a film on your teeth as soon as you walk in of just chlorine and moisture, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, oh. And they wanted twenty dollars for me to hang out in there. That's above cheap. and be no, that's above and beyond all the money I paid to stay at this resort. They wanted another twenty dollars for me to go into their human-filled shenanigans box and ride down the pee slide into the <laughs> into the thing. And I was like, I'm going to go ahead and hard pass. I mean, this might be my age, but I think no. Outdoor water park, love it all day. Indoor water park, not for me. I would have paid for Parker to go do that. Would just get, go get, have fun. Beat it, kid. Just get, go out $20, there. that's Twenty dollars for me not to have to deal with you for like two hours. Go, yes. get out of here. Yeah, so that happened. So we stayed in Margaritaville, which was nice, you know, and then we're going to go to the train concert. So you've been to the Ozark Amphitheater, mm-hmm. uh, Lake of the Ozarks Amphitheater? No. It's a bit outside of the town, you know, but down, down in the woods a bit. So we uh, head on down. We get there a little early. We pull through the gravel parking lot two and we go down to gravel parking lot one which is right by the entrance we get out and it looks like you've been to the renaissance fair bubby in kansas city yeah no manda you've been to the renaissance fair i know yeah. you've been to the renaissance fair because i've been there with you it, it feels like that when you're walking up it's rustic is 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 a gentle word for what this place the entrance of this place looks like it's just a hill and then it's got like shacks along the side of it and it they they so I got the you're supposed to be able to scan your phone just bloop 
and nope, that doesn't work. So now I got to like not. punch through and find like a code and then show them the code. And so we get in there and, um, and merch is right there. And so they got the opening act and uh, Maximum Overdrive, I think is the name of that band. Really? Right. Are, do you know who those, are, those people are? I've heard of it. Okay. They have a, one famous song. I did not mm-hmm. know that until they got done with their set because they're only going to the, play the famous one last. Of course. So the whole time we're doing this, I have no idea who these people are until that song starts. Um, so they got their merchandise booth. Okay. There's probably about two people in line for that. Hmm. Then you have the Ozark, uh, Lake of the Ozarks Amphitheater merchandise booth. There's nobody in line for that one. No one would like to purchase a T-shirt or tutu, which they had. Um, and then there's the train merchandise booth, and that line is at, at least a half hour long. And so I get in the line because she's got to get it. You know, you got to get a t-shirt. Got to right? have a t-shirt. Got to have a t-shirt, right? So we stand in the line, and the, the only bathrooms I could see at this point are porta potties. Okay, there's a bunch of them. So hit the porta potty while we're waiting in line, waiting in line, waiting in line. You finally get to the front, and this is they are near the end of the tour. And so my wife gets up there, and she goes, I'll have this T-shirt, and I'll have it in a, in a large. And she goes, do you have any 2X talls? And they're like, no. Do you have any 3X? No. Do you have anything bigger than a 2X? No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. She goes, well, you could still get a T-shirt. And I'm like, and so I'm going to pay $40 for a T-shirt that I can't wear? Mm. Is that your plan? No. And she goes, well, you got to have a T-shirt. I was like, you got a T-shirt. That's put it pretty. on the back of a chair so you can look at it. Yeah, right. I can put it in a frame <laughs> and hang it on my wall. Yeah, right. No, none of those things are going to happen. I could buy a train T-shirt anywhere. So if I wanted a train. So she got the concert tee, fine. So we go and we sit, find our seats, and we kind of sit through like half of this band, this opening act, Maximum Overdrive, I think. I think that's the name of them. Um, anyway, so they, I get kind of bored with that, so I go look for some food. I find some food, have a little, have a little snacky poo, and then I'm going to use the, the actual facilities. I found some that weren't the porta pot so the women's side of this, they're like little cabins, okay? They got like six or seven little cabins all in a row. Boom, 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 boom. And each one of those is, has a door, and inside you can see it's got a little vanity. It's very nice in there. You know, facilities, and it's fairly large, okay? How do you know that? Because I'm standing right there, and my wife's going, and so she opens up, and because oh, okay. she, she's concerned. Because she doesn't want to use the porta potty, so she's concerned about these. But she opens it up and she looks in there and she goes, "Okay, it's okay. I can go in here." And then she goes <laughs> in there. I'm like, "Okay, good. I'm glad you can use the bathroom." <laughs> and so she goes in to use that, and I go into the men's section. Okay, so they let's remember nice little cabins, each individual for the ladies. Let's go into the men's side. Do you pee on the wall? Better, <laughs> better than that. There's a trough. There is a trough, but it is a canoe. Oh, yes. <laughs> they have retrofitted a canoe. That is awesome. That's so fun. Water. So there's a sheet of tin metal in the middle of the canoe that goes to about the top where, where the, like, the top of the canoe is, okay? But it's in the center of it. And then water comes in and pours in the canoe and then drains out the other side. It's on a little bit of a slope. So <laughs> people can stand on one side of the canoe, and then you can stand on the other side of the canoe, but you don't have Wait, to look what? at each other. Because that tin wall's in the middle. Oh, okay. oh, so you don't pee at each other. So you're not right. peeing at each other, and you don't have to watch the dude across from you. <laughs> That's peeing. hilarious. But it is just a... I've got a picture of it on my phone, and I'll show you guys here after a while. It is just a blue-ass canoe that they went and got. There's nothing special about this thing. 
And it is just pee in the canoe. And I was like, okay, this is the plan we got. And so me and like four other dudes were in there peeing in the canoe. Sure, it's cheaper than a urinal. Yeah, no, know. it's got to be, right? They, they found that canoe. It's Lake of the Ozarks. It just washed up somewhere. Right. And they're like, Psh, perfect. And they just dragged that in there. That's funny. Yeah. So then we, uh, we go to sit down, and we're pretty close to the front. I got some good tickets. I'm right on the aisle, which I like to be because I don't like to be crammed in the middle. And, uh, and I look in front of me. And there are two gentlemen standing up in front of me. Both of them are Amanda's boss. Mm-hmm. So, oh. so Casey and Brad okay. are both just standing up in front of me. At, they're in the VIP section. Of course. And they've got their little passes and stuff. And so I go over and say, hey. And they're like, hey, you want one of these? I, see, I go, you guys going to go mosh in the pit? Because they have like a, a pit up front. For training? Right, exactly, right? But it's just where a bunch of people are standing. Now, it turns out the pit was actually not bad. And I'll get to that here in a second. So um, they're like, you want, I was like, you guys are going to go mosh in the pit? And they're like, no, nah, you want one of these passes? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm too old for this. So I go back and sit with my wife. And she goes, you should have taken that pass. I could have gone down there. And I was like, would you have left me and just gone down there? And she goes, the whole concert. I wouldn't have come back. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, at least I know where I'm at. Because, again, Train is her favorite band. So they start off. So Train finally comes out. And they start their, their, their thing up. And they, that, that dude, the lead singer of Train, who I've already forgotten his name, what? So gross. Keep going. What's gross? Him. <laughs> oh. Um, so he, he starts off, dude, and he has this show down to a science. Like He's been doing this long enough now where you can see, like, we're just hitting bits. So he goes and he gets a T-shirt for one of the songs, and he's throwing out free T-shirts for Hey, Virginia. And then he goes through and he has the band sign this T-shirt, and then they finally find somebody to give that to. Then the next song, he's, like, getting everybody's phone, and he's taking selfies on their phone with them. Like, he's on stage, and he's kind of, boop, and he does the whole song. He just takes from the people in the pit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the songs, he goes down there, and he lets everybody sing. And one of the songs, so he's constantly interacting with the people in the pit. Patrick Monahan. Patrick Monahan, yeah. thank you. And the entire time he's, act, like, doing stuff with these folks down in the pit, I'm just getting the stink eye. <laughs> from the missus just the whole time like that could have been her but it wasn't because i'm the one who screwed this up for everybody you can let her know that i met him and it was not worth my time oh don't, i will not let her <laughs> know that because on the way up there we had to listen to train the whole way while, while we're driving up there and i got like all the train trivia as we were going as well she could tell oh. me all the, the facts and stuff so i'm gonna get into this so i'd looked at the set list ahead of time just to see how long the show was about an hour and a half for when they play. And the set list, I looked at like the last five or six stops, and it was the same set list every stop, right? Because that's what you do. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, you've got, you know, 15 good hits. You're going to play all 15 good hits, right? Mm-hmm. So we get to the end, and they're playing one of, their, one of the songs, and it, it's like a big song, and it finishes it up. And they're like, all right, thanks, everybody. And the lights go out, and everyone's like, woo, you know, and then he goes, um, this is the part of the show where we would normally uh, go off stage and let you cheer real loud, and uh, then we'd come back out and do an encore. He goes, but I'm getting too old for that shit. So uh, how about we just, uh, you guys have been really great, and I'm going to stick around. We're going to do a couple more songs, if that's all right with you. And I'm like, I know fully well how your set list ends, mm-hmm. and it ends Hotel California in the Drops of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And we have not done either of those songs yet, yeah. and you are not ending this concert without doing the last one, because it's your biggest hit. Right. So do not lie to me, Patrick Monahan. We are mm-hmm. doing these songs mm-hmm. whether I want to or not. If I, but I, I kind of hope one time it's like, uh, you ever seen P- the, the play Peter Pan? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when Tinkerbell dies, uh, spoilers for all those oh. who have not seen. And then they're like, hey, everybody in the audience, if you clap real loud, you can bring Peter Pan back. And I've done the show a couple times, and the greatest fear of any actor who's playing Peter Pan is those kids will not clap yeah. for that at that moment. And he has to just say, well, I guess Tink's dead. <laughs> Let's move on without her and then continue on. And I kind of want that to happen one day with one of those acts that say, would you like us to play some more? And everyone nope. goes, nah, we're good, <laughs> thanks. You can just go. <laughs> I kind of just want to be a part of that. But anyway. Not so, going to sing your greatest hit. Not going to sing your greatest hit. Just going to leave. So the concert gets over, and we're walking out. And I realize at this point, it was loud. Loud. It was very loud at that concert. And I realize as I'm walking out, all of my hearing from about 500 hertz down is gone. Like, I do not have it currently. Was there a lot of bass at the... Yes, a lot. They had really? the subs, and we were kind of close to them, and they were running those subs. High end of the, high end of the mains, the low, the low mids were kind of weak, and, but them subs were rocking. So as we're walking out, everyone around me is talking, and I realize everyone around me sounds like a Smurf. <laughs> like, it's just this, everyone is very, and then I speak, and I am also very high-pitched. Like, I have no low-end in my voice either. <laughs> and my voice has a lot of low-end in it. So I'm like, oh, no, this is probably going to be a problem. I was like, I hope this comes back, because I do not want to live the rest of my life like this. So we go back to the car, and it, it's, it, it's until the next morning before I get that hearing back. So all night long, it's my wife's higher-pitched voice just, like, ra- racked up one more notch, and then my voice is right there with her, and I'm like, I don't know if I can Maybe live like this. Maybe in Mickey Mouse. Right? Exactly. So we get out of there, and here's another thing. Here's a question I got for you. You ever been somewhere where you just kind of drive to a particular area of some place, and it is funky like it smells real bad and there's no no reason why it smells real bad but you're in an area that just smells real bad yes that is the area of lake of the ozarks that is right by the andes uh frozen custard because i pull up to the andes like i'm gonna get some andes i'm on vacation this is gonna be fun it smelled like an open sewer right there by the andes and as you at the stoplight and the andes is on my left Open sewer. We kind of pull over to Andy's, and it lits up. But I, So I get my ice cream. We start pulling out of the parking lot, and I pull right back into that stint. And I got the windows closed. It does not help even a little bit. Hmm. Stink. So Lake of the Ozarks, you may want to look into that, because that's terrible. But, um, yeah, that's about it. We went back. So we went back to the place, and it was packed out there, like I said, on Saturday. We got up late, about 11 o'clock to check out. So we uh, headed out late. We walk out the door. There's not a car in this place. I mean... The entire Tantara Margaritaville experience is empty. End of the season, baby, and there ain't a person to be seen. I'm like, there's nobody there all week. They are only there on the weekends at this point. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go stay someplace, the Tantara during the week probably is a good idea. You can probably have the whole place yourself. Anyway, that's my story about going to see Train. Bubby, you got a story? I do. Hold on, but the button, turn up the thing. Parker, hello, you're fired. Parker! 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 Bubby yelling this kid out in the yard. Parker! We are deaf. Indoor, outdoor, on the roof, in the basement. On the roof. Parker! You're late, maybe too late. Get on the roof. Parker! Parker, what? Clean some thumbs off. You just sent him up there, though, right? No. All right, tell me your story. So, of course, this is my fault. But, so, 
we talked about uh, him not brushing his teeth yeah. at, at camp. At well, camp, yeah. Made the whole week. So um, he, he does you know, brush his teeth. And when he brushes his teeth, uh, he does something that stems from what I used to do when I taught him how to brush his teeth. Like and, when he was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. And so I would sing to him while he was brushing his teeth. What, what song are we singing here, Bobby? It, it doesn't matter. Just, just, just different train stuff. Songs. Just train, train songs. songs. Yeah. Hey, Soul Sister. Just, <laughs> just different things. And so it wasn't, you didn't have like a, a, a teeth brushing song? No. Okay. No. And uh, so once he was old enough, to, like didn't need any help or assistance or anything, and I would, you know, could walk away and he could start um, brushing his teeth on his own, he would hum while he's brushing. Okay. And so even now, today, 16 years old, uh-huh. this morning, I had to get on to him for try try to get him to stop humming while he was brushing. Why you got what, Bobby, why are you being a bu- buzzkill? Cuz he, he takes forever to brush and uh-huh. I want him to do a good job and I if he's and you don't think humming, humming, I don't think he's doing a good job, yeah. I think he's just What's he humming? Uh some just songs he likes off the radio, you it's know, getting Christian hot songs in here. Like, uh-uh, and uh-uh. sometimes inappropriate songs take like, my clothes uh, yeah. off. But he's humming, so like. how can you tell? Bubby's got perfect pitch. Oh. Bubby knows exactly. Well, I know the songs, but he, he likes to hum. So, but some of them are inappropriate. We, well, I mean, there's one that I'm trying to think of. NWA songs. No, um, I can't think of Two who, Life Crew who it's by, but it's a um, ki- uh, kiss. Kicks. Oh, <laughs> is it kicks? Kiss songs. No. I was like, that's pretty good. Where the um, Kids, uh, I can't think of it right now. Oh, you damn kids, get off my it's lawn. A, it's basically about um, uh, kids shooting up school. Oh, shit, this took a turn. Yeah, I mean. Oh, the pumped up kicks. Yes, that song. I love he that song. loves that song. <laughs> it's so good. But it's not appropriate for him to sing, especially at church or anywhere or at school. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, especially at school. And but he, can, he can hum it, though. I mean, they people don't know the song. No. Bobby, I'd Bobby's rather not at all. Bobby anti But he does it just to make us mad because he knows we don't want him singing it or humming it or anything. So Come on, Dad R. Why you got to be like this? <laughs> Great. I got to listen to that here, too. Dad R. You did it. Let him, let I him know. Sing. That is also your fault. Let, let him sing about kick, shooting up a school. But, I mean, why you got to be Why you gotta be killing his, his little joys in life, shooting up school and what have you? You just answered your own question. That boy ain't shooting up a school. No. Wow. Better not. <laughs> better. I'll get that a kid if he shoots up a damn school. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> to be fair. Grounded for life. I didn't know what that song was for like three years after I was like, I, I love this song. I still don't know what this song is. I'm going to have to look it up. It's very catchy. Who's uh, Who sings this song? Uh, I don't remember. Pumped, Pumped Up Kicks. Pumped Up Kicks right? is the name of it? All right. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look that up. I'll sing. I'll I'll get I'll get deep into whoever this is. This is my new this is my new obsession. It's a good song. Bubby, when you were a kid, speaking of your kid, when you were a kid, Bubby, what was your thing? Like, what was the thing that like little Bubby? What foster the people? Oh yeah, foster the people. Is that a dude or people or a group of it's a people? Band. Okay. It's a indie pop band. Indie pop band, foster the people. If you like the sponsor, it's also a real old song. Did he has he enjoyed that song for a long time or did he stumble upon it recently? No, no. Okay. For a long time, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Continue. 
Bubby. That's fine. You're good. What were you saying? I was asking Bubby when you were a kid. Speaking of, of your kid, when was you, when you were a kid. Was when you was a kid. <laughs> when you are a kid, Bubby. What was your thing? Like, what was the thing that little Bubby like? That was his like. What he would like, some kids are like little kids, you know, like dinosaurs, and some kids like trucks. But then you get older, you know, you usually have a thing that's like, you know, some kids are basketball, some kids are like, uh, you know, they do sports, some kids do video games. That was me, I was a video game kid. Um, what was your thing, Bubby? What, what little Bubby? Uh, what did he want to spend his days doing? Riding bike. You were a bike? Yep. Were you out, were you out like, uh, on adventures, like driving your bike to different neighborhoods, different yep. areas of town, That's checking it all out. Very true. So, yeah, I had friends in the neighborhood. We'd go ride together our BMX bikes and jump things mm-hmm. and build clubhouse in the woods. Yeah, just fun so stuff. You were an outdoor kid. You were out there doing yep. outdoor things, getting in yeah. creeks, swimming around in creeks, that kind of stuff. I remember one time uh, after I learned to ride at that 10-speed, uh-huh. uh, and it was a little bit bigger, and could fit on it. <laughs> I uh, I actually rode from my house all the way across town uh, to the river. There's okay. a river on the other side of town. So I rode to the river. Well, then I rode on, on to uh, just the outskirts where there's another school district. Uh-huh. And so I, I drove to, or rode to that convenience store by that other school, had lunch, and drove back, rode back. Just you by yourself. Me by myself. Pa- parents didn't know. They thought, I, or thought, or my mom thought I was just in the neighborhood riding. How far I was away gone was that? All day. How far away was that, Bubby? Uh, I'm gonna say it was a good ten miles. Just Bubby out there on his own, just just causing havoc, yeah. vandalizing no, the neighbor. No, I was taking back schools. roads, and I, and I had an aunt who lived in town, and and her house was actually on the way to this, or that I had to go to the river and everything, and. I remember dodging by one street. Because so you didn't want her to see you. No, no, didn't <laughs> want her to even chance of seeing me. So, so there's little Bubby out on his bike, 10 speed. You got one of them flags on the back of the 10 speed? No, it was just 10 speed. Big orange flag. I think that makes sense. What, no flag or? No, just Bubby his out answer. There. Yeah. Just Bubby being out there? Yeah. Okay. Amanda, what, were you, what was your thing as um, a kid? I was pretty noncommittal. I didn't get excited about <laughs> anything for very long, but I did really like I think probably from like middle school on um I really liked going to the library and Just like yeah and probably I think I liked it when I was younger too but I there was less like control of me right. going you, you didn't get a vote on go. when, the, when right. the library time was but um but I liked going and like just like picking something random and just learning about that that day or So you just whatever. sit in the library and read that book? Oh, yeah. Or different books about whatever it was. And, yeah, I think that's probably was my most consistent Amanda thing. Amanda was a library kid. Yeah. Bubby's, that's why she's so smart. Right? <laughs> she's still like that. Just picks a book and starts learning some stuff. Yeah. Um, Bubby, the outdoor kid, and then me, I was the video game kid. So Still when, are. Still are. <laughs> when I was, like... I'm going to guess around eight or nine. So did your hometown have a, a flea market? Bubby. No. And Amanda? Yeah. Flea market? Like yeah. you go, like at, so ours was at the drive-thru. Uh, That's where the flea market was. So oh, the, like one of those outdoor things? Yeah. Like oh, an, I don't know. I, don't, I never went to one. I'm sure okay, there so was one. But. We had an outdoor flea market. It was at the drive-thru. Now this drive-thru, there were two screens at this drive-thru, okay? One Fancy. screen. You mean a 
Drive in. Drive drive in, not drive through. Sorry, <laughs> he drove yes. through. He only saw drive seconds by? of each drive movie. By. No, a drive by. No, drive in. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Drive in. Sorry, I kept saying drive through. Uh, I'm hungry. Uh, Sonic <laughs> had a Sonic with yeah. screens. Yeah. No, so it was a drive in, and it had two screens. Okay, one screen for the normal movies, one screen for the adult movies. Gross. Right. <laughs> so during the winter, <laughs> I know that. So there was also a like fourplex movie theater kind of like on the edge of this. So you could go to the fourplex or you could go to the drive-in or you could go to the adult drive-in. And during the winter, you could kind of see through the trees back there <laughs> to where the adult movie was. Watching Porky's. Yeah, so I remember Porky's Revenge. I remember coming out of seeing uh, the James Bond movie, Octopussy. Oh. <laughs> And looking off into the distance and catching just a glimpse, not very much, but just a glimpse of some stuff I probably shouldn't be looking at. <laughs> and thought, man, that's the life right back there, right? Wait till I'm an adult. Wait till I'm an adult. Well, that place shut down, obviously. Uh, and they stopped showing movies there. But they used to have the flea market there. So everyone would come in and they'd pull into their little spots, just like you, if you're at the, at the drive-in. And they'd set up a little table or a little blanket with all their shenanigans crap on there. And my mom loved this. So we'd walk, every Saturday we'd go and we'd walk up and down the aisles and look at all this stuff. And they had like a permanent building where like there were like, I don't know, eight or 10, maybe 12 vendors in there. But they had like more, there was a more of a permanent spot. So they were there every week. And one dude in there just sold tube socks. That's like all he sold was tube socks. And then one guy had like, uh, like ninja swords and like throwing stars and nunchucks. I got a pair of nunchucks from there. That was pretty good. Um, but that brings me around to saying one time I w- we were there and there was a guy there. And remember, this is back when I, this was like mid 80s. There was a guy there with an, an Atari 2600 and like six games that he was selling. He wanted $100 for it. That's mid 80s. He wanted $100 for this thing. And I had $100 in my bank savings from like all my birthdays and all the Christmases. I had saved up all that money. I didn't know what I was going to get. And then I found that Atari, and I begged and begged and begged. And my mom said, all right, but you're going to spend your own money on this. And so I did. I spent my own money. I bought that Atari 2600, and I got every nickel out of that damn Atari 2600. Probably until after I graduated college, I had that thing hooked up and was actively playing it just because I could. Don't you wish you still had that? I do wish I still had it. I had combat. I remember combat specifically. We had Asteroids. We had Popeye, the video game. Um, we had E.T., that game sucked, and I had Pitfall, a couple other games, but I, my dad got big into, my dad was weirdly into video games, but only certain ones, and when he got into one, he was obsessed with it, so they got big into Asteroids, okay, to the point where him and, like, some of our neighbors would bet money and play Asteroids at our house, (laughs) like, because they used to get together, we could play Bridge and, and do some other stuff, and they they had a tournament and played Atari <laughs> and see who could get the highest score on Asteroids. And then on the Nintendo, my dad got super into Rad Racer. And he could, and he heard, I don't know where he heard it, you know, this is back in the day before, you know, the internet. So he heard somewhere that if you beat the entire game without crashing, then you would unlock a secret car and then you could play with, use that car to play. Uh, that turned out not to be true because he did manage to beat the entire game without crashing. Um, but there was no secret ending or car. 
which he was imagine how much practice that took no he come home at lunch so he was a veterinarian so he worked in the mornings and then he had like three hours off in the afternoon then he'd go back to work and work in the evening and so he would come home at lunch and just sit in front of that Nintendo and play Rad Racer and try to beat that <laughs> thing. So uh, I kind of got a little bit of that from my dad. But, yeah, that was my big thing. I had a Nintendo. I had Genesis. I had Sega CD. I had them all growing up. When I was a kid in, like, the late 80s, early 90s, so I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, like, right before I started school and then, like, kindergarten, first grade-ish, um, we had an... Apple computer. Okay. Like old school. IMAX? Kids nowadays can't even imagine. With but the, with, the, with the colored one? Yeah. The, with the see-through kind of back on it? Nope. Oh, okay. Be- way before that. Oh, okay. It was like the, like... Um, Commodore? Apple Commodore? I don't know. I was like Bobby's kindergarten. <laughs> it was like, it had the like super floppy disk that you'd stick yep. in the side. The big keyboard. one. Keyboard. Yep. Um... But we had Sticky Bear Math. Okay. And I, man, I played the crap out of Sticky Bear Math. Loved it. It may have been the start of my sticker thing. Uh, oh, did you get maybe st- before that. So you, I think you got stickers in the game, but he was like a sticker. S- Sticky Bear. Sticky Bear. And it came with stickers. Okay. <laughs> Sticky Bear stickers. All, all, all tracks. Oh. Um, but I loved that game. I actually looked it up. Um, a couple of weeks ago because I had the song stuck in my head and I had to share it with my sister, Danielle, who also played that game with me because it was not in her head and I was like, you have to How's remember song, this. Though? Do you remember how the song goes? No. All right, folks, if you're at home listening, just look up the Sticky Bear... Sticky Bear Math. Math theme song and uh, you can uh, you can play along with Amanda on that one. Oh my gosh, it was so great. So this is how old I am. My, I had a Radio Shack color computer, Bubby. We're talking about old computers, right? So the Radio Shack color computer was the equivalent of the Commodore 64 back in the day. And you could get a cassette player, okay? Okay. Hook it up to your computer, put the cassette in, and there was a game on that cassette. Okay? We had Load Runner. Oh. So you put Load Runner into the cassette. Push. push oh, here we go. Come on. Put it right in the mic, Bubby. Once you get past the ads. This is high tech here. Bubby's just going to put his phone right up against the mic. <laughs> Come on, Sticky Bear. Oh, he's talking it's about a review. it. It's a review. Yeah. You got to find the thing. I'll find it while you are okay. talking. So you put the cassette in. Push play on the cassette, okay? Now, you got about a half an hour that you need to kill. Yeah. While that game loads. Off of that cassette. But after that half hour, you get to play Load Runner. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. But you got you, you to gotta make a sandwich, go outside, run around for a little bit. Then you can come back and play Load Runner. And then a friend, of my, a neighbor of mine had the ColecoVision. And I used to go over to his house. And I could not work the ColecoVision even a little bit. It had this weirdest. It's the one with the paddles. Yeah, the paddles and the weirdest yeah. ass remote ever. And it had like a number pad on it. And I had no idea what was happening. And I just punched the buttons and hope we used to play baseball, but you had yeah. to like punch buttons in and stuff. And I had no idea what was happening. We also had a game. I don't remember what it was called, or I think like on Big Bang Theory. I think Sheldon played it at one point, where it's like you walk into a room uh-huh. or whatever. You're walking, uh-huh. and then it's but there's no pictures. It's oh, so just you're typing. playing a, a text-based adventure. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh. That's it. Put it in there, Bobby. 
You gotta play the theme though. That was that's the theme. Da, na, 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 na. Go back to the beginning. I want to hear it's the still theme. Playing. Those are all the sounds. Those are all the sounds. Okay. That's so great. This is Amanda's just like Jones in for some sticky bear here. I missed the theme. Go back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I gotta hear the theme, Bubby. I don't need to hear the rest of the songs. I may not play it. It's just gonna play an ad. This is so high tech, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry for this podcast. This is this is happening, whether we want it to or not. Here we go. I am Sticky Bear. Please do math with me. That's the song right there. So great. So great. We, we had played it for up. the Atari 8-bit uh-huh. and the Apple Commodore. So it was an Apple Commodore. Apple Commodore for Amanda. Um, Bub, you played uh, Oregon Trail, right? Uh, Did your school have a computer bit. lab? That's a question I have for you. You're old enough. You're the same age as me. The high school? The high school or the, or, or yeah. the elementary or middle school? Yeah, there school. was a computer lab for computer class classes. Okay. I never took that in okay. high school. I took typing instead. That's came a, in real handy. That's real handy, yeah. Um, I do know. So type, in though. my middle school, they had... Look at those graphics. Oh, that's high-dollar graphics that. right yeah. there. Um, in my middle school, we had a computer lab as well. And you could go in, and they would teach you... This is back in the days of, like, basic. You know, so you would learn, like, right. mm-hmm. how to write, you know, like, go-to, like, simple little programs and stuff. Yeah. But... If you were good and you did all the work, then they would let you load up. They'd have just a bunch of discs with a bunch of different random-ass games on them. And they would let you pick one of the things and load it up and play huh. that game. And so Oregon Trail was one of them. And then, the, like, Stake was on there. And they had a bunch of, like, early early games. But that was – that you got to play video games at school, Bubby. Yeah. And that was a big deal for me. I took um, computer programming in college. Yeah. And it was on Macs. What uh? What what language Macintosh. were you learning? I knew you were gonna Cobalt, C plus plus. No, I wouldn't C plus plus. That's no. It's not do- It's not basic, probably. No, it was. Uh, this was uh, probably nineteen ninety. Okay. Eighty nine or ninety. Not HTML. Bowie. I can't. I was still playing Sticky Bear Math. <laughs> <laughs> we hate Amanda so much. So obviously you didn't learn you didn't you didn't take much away from that. Well, because I mean, yeah, that, it's it, good for a year, and then yeah, there's that, a new language. That's what I say. That computer language is probably dead by now. Oh, that Fortran and buried now. No. Fortran. I'm trying to just name. I I'm not really a computer language guy. I'm just naming the ones I know. Right. I keep wanting to say ASCAP, but that's not that's a <laughs> ASCAP or BMI. That's, that's PMI. Yeah, Licensing. That's, that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm gonna start a new. Uh, segment of the show. I'm going to get a sound effect for it. I don't have it yet, but I'm going to get it here soon. And we're going to call this segment Crackhead of the Week. Crackhead of the Week. So, as as this town will just give you all the gold you need, um, we're driving up on the on the east side of town the other day. And so you know, uh, you can get a bike, and then you can get that little that little tow behind cart where you can put your kids in the bike and tow behind the bike, right? And you've seen homeless people uh, with all their possessions in one of those little tow behinds, kind of driving around, 
Springfield, right? Uh, yeah, mostly shopping carts. Yeah, mostly shopping carts, but they ha- sometimes they have those little toe-behind ones. Yeah. Not this couple, okay? This couple had taken this to a new level of, of, of fun. So the lady is pedaling this poor bike uphill, and she's got one of those little toe-behind carts behind her. Well, they have kind of stripped it bare, so it's just the plastic shell of the cart with the two wheels. And then her boyfriend, pimp, drug dealer, I don't know what he is, and I'm not going to pretend like I do, is just sprawled out in this thing, being towed behind her, like got his arms up, got his feet, like all this, as far as they go, they're almost touching the bike wheel, and he is just riding in this, and this poor lady is trying to drag this thing up a hill <laughs> here in town to take him wherever he needs to get going. And I was like, crackhead sidecar. That's the first time <laughs> I have seen. I really hope it's the guy that I. Do you know this guy? I used to see him all the time. And he, for a while, had all of his possessions in that. Right. But I'm hoping that he found himself a lady friend. <laughs> Got rid of his worldly like, possessions. You are steering this it was now. Like, it, it was like the low-budget rickshaw is what was happening. Yeah. Here. Like the. Because there's a guy who lives somewhere around me who has one of those, and he has an electric bike, and he kind of goes up and down the street by my house. But he's got his dog in the back of that thing. So him and his dog go for a ride, and his dog seems to have a good time. That's an acceptable use of this. Yeah. Crackhead rickshaw is not an acceptable use, as far as I can tell. You know, he was straight up her pimp. Oh, he was, he was having a great time. Like, he was all kicked back, and he was having yeah. fun. And she was you're peddling, girl. struggling to get up that hill. I like, have a story I forgot about, but your story made me think of it. All right, fire in the hole. So I went to Tulsa on Tuesday. Okay. And coming home, I was like, mm, I should stop at the gas station. I have some things I'd like to do before we get committed to this toll road up ahead. <laughs> Man, it's so. got some business that needs to happen <laughs> in this uh, that's here, yeah, station. So, um, pull into a quick trip. I'm like, I like quick trip. There's a quick trip. I'll yeah. go here. We get to this quick trip, and I was like, I don't want to be at this quick trip. <laughs> <laughs> there are um, a lot of people okay. that maybe live at the quick trip. Okay. I don't know. But, um, or close by. Yeah, but it's like surround there's so many of them like it's this is amazing this is people without permanent residences i would think so okay i that could be judgy of me maybe they just hang out there i don't e- know either way anyway you're hanging out at the, not that many cars but a lot of people yeah you're hanging out at the gas station yeah um and my dad was with me and when i pulled into the parking spot i was like oh i Never mind, I don't want to do this. But my dad was already <laughs> up and into the quick trip. And yeah, I was like, I guess we're going to this quick trip. Because Ed don't care. <laughs> Ed don't care live, even a little bit. Not, not at all. So when I was getting out of the car, the SUV next to me rolled down, the passenger rolled down his window and okay. said, those are some nice nails. And I said, don't look at me. <laughs> now, of, all the, things, strength, strength of all the ways that sentence could have ended, those are some nice <laughs> Nails was probably the best option you had. But anyway, don't look at me. And so I went inside and I went in. I found the bathroom. was going to go to the bathroom. Three stalls in there. Okay. Condition of this bathroom? Not pretty. Okay. Um, a little disappointing. 
but there were two stalls that were open. And then the third stall, the big stall, there was a woman in there definitely doing drugs. Oh, and fun. I was like, well, okay. I'm like, she seems comfortable here. <laughs> and so I go in the first stall and the door won't lock. And I was She's like, not going to bother. I was like, not using this one. I was like, that's how, that's okay. how you get taken. So now you got to move to the one that's next to her. Yeah. So I moved to the one next to her and it also does not lock. And I was like, I can just do it. And I was like, nope, can't do it. And so. You just want to put your foot on the door and hold her shut while you do your business? No, I just didn't feel safe there. So, which is very, I don't get that feeling very often, but I was like... So you better listen to it when you do get it. Right. So I went out and I was like, didn't see my dad. So I was like, okay. I was like, I guess I'll just go, I'll get a, like, I wanted to get a Celsius. So I got one. What's a, what's a Celsius? It's like a energy drink, but it's like more natural. It's not, it doesn't have a lot of sugar and stuff in it, but it's carbonated and it's tasty. Tasty. What flavor? Um, I love the fantasy vibe. <laughs> they have, they have a nice who, peach one now. Who says what the now? Peach is good. Fantasy. Is good. What flavor is <laughs> fantasy vibe? <laughs> what do you think it is? I'm gonna go with a light grapefruit. Mm, no, Bobby. Do you want to guess? Do you want to play the game? Fantasy vibe. Bobby. I'm thinking cherry. Oh, <laughs> that's a solid answer. That is a solid answer, Bobby. Fantasy vi- vibe is in fact. Um, tangerine and marshmallow. Oh, that sounds terrible. It is so <laughs> delicious. It's so great. All right, bring in some. We'll try it next week. Okay, I will. Get out the shot glasses. Get out the but, shot glasses. So I got, go. Fantasy I got that, and I was, and I was trying to find a snack, and I was mostly trying to find a snack because I was, one, waiting for my dad to appear, and two, waiting for the guy that was running around the store continually putting things on the counter to like settle down and for me not to be in his way. So he's just, just he's just doing his shopping, but he's going to deposit his one, shopping. One thing at a time. Okay, so he got fun. some eggs. He got some bread. He got all good things. Good on him. He got all the right But he's doing right his things. shopping at the quick trip. Yes. And one item at a time. Okay. And it looked like feeding a family of nine. Like there was so much stuff up there. But so I got some peanut butter M&M's. And went up to the counter and paid for everything. And then finally found my dad. And I was like, are we going? And he's like, well, I need to get some cash for the toll. And I was like. So, so he's going to use the sketchy ass ATM in, this, in yeah. this quick trip. So got some money from the ATM. And I was like, now can we go? And he was like, well, I'm going to get a drink. And I was like. <sighs> so I'm just standing there waiting to die in the quick trip. <laughs> Not going out to the car by myself. Right, because, because Nail, that, that Nails guy is out there. still sitting yeah. there. Nails is waiting for you to come back. <laughs> and finally, everything's done. And my dad is totally unbothered by the whole experience. But then I get ready to go to the car. And of course, on my side, I was driving. The guy is still there in his car. And... The lady that was doing drugs in the bathroom is standing at the window talking to him. Now, how did you recognize the lady who was doing drugs in the in the Her stall? shoes. Oh. <laughs> so you took you took a little peek under that stall to see what was going on. Well, she was standing like right by the door. Oh, okay. And was she alone in there? I don't know. Okay. Unknown. Because she might have just been doing business in there, if you know what I mean. There, there were lots. There was. One, I heard her using her lighter, and two, okay. I saw her drop her lighter. All right. <laughs> Oof, bathroom floor lighter, by the way. Yikes. 
<laughs> so, so I, I mean, mean, if you're doing drugs in the bathroom at a, at a quick trip, I mean, the bathroom right? floor lighters the least are your problems, right? Um, so I stood in front of the car and the guy that liked my nails like peeked around her at me and I was like, I just want to get in the car. And so he was like, you got somebody behind you. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll go talk to him from over here. So she goes to the front of the SUV and then is yelling at him. (laughs) Could not wait to leave. And then leaving, I had to wait for a nice man with his um, shopping cart full of worldly possessions to move so i could turn he isn't he's in zero hurry to go anywhere no he doesn't he doesn't have anywhere to be no so His schedule is wide open so i just wanted to add to your crack of, okay. of the week or whatever so we've heard amanda so we've heard amanda's story but we've also heard amanda's go-to at the gas station which was the fantasy vibe celsius celsius and some peanut m&ms peanut butter peanut butter m&ms bubby What's your go-to? You go to the gas station, you're going to get a drink, and you're going to eat a snack. What's your go-to? Uh, Dr. Pepper. Okay. And chocolate-covered raisins. <laughs> okay. Okay. Raisinets <laughs> Actually, or off Those sound off like brand? they go together. Whatever they have. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that the same flavor? It, like, I haven't had a Dr. Pepper in a really long time. But isn't that the same flavor as, like, a chocolate-covered raisin? It's Aren't close. they similar? It's very similar, yes. No, Dr. Pepper has cherry flavoring. Um, it's got 25 flavors, Bobby. It's got 25 flavors, but it's more I thought cherry. it was 23. As someone, it, as someone who... I don't, it might be 20, 23. 20 okay. As someone who was a big Dr. Pepper drinker until the start of this year, I, that's a good choice. So mine now... I got I got two choices on the drink. If they've got the uh, raspberry uh, iced tea in the fountain, I will oftentimes get that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to go with just my heart's desire, I'm going to go with a container of milk, <laughs> like the small one, not the big, you know, not a big one. I get that for breakfast sometimes. Yeah. And I'm going to get the Hostess cupcakes. At the, at the come and go. At Actually, I want the not the na- not the hostess, but the other one. What's the other? Little not, Debbie. Little Debbie. Yeah, I want to get a little Debbie. They're cheaper, but they're just as good. The hostess, they're very proud of their cupcakes. That's true. But the little Debbies are just as good. So I'm gonna get a t- and then Tasty Cakes can can kick rocks because they're they are bottom tier. Screw you, Tasty Cakes. If you're out there, though, if you'd like to be a sponsor of the podcast, please write into the podcast. <laughs> I just like container of milk. A I container think it was of more milk. The way well, it was I, I couldn't think of what else. size. And that's what I'm saying. I couldn't I know, think I was, of the size. I it's just the, imagined like a it's giant. The, it's the water bottle size. <laughs> size what is that, that one? A, like 16 a, a ounces. Quart? 16 ounce. Pint? 16 ounce. But they do it in No, pints, the, the, the ones that are. The square one? Yeah. I'll get the square one sometimes. That's the little square one. Like a school milk? No, no, no. Bigger than that. Like, yeah. the, like, yeah. like uh, you know, yay big and about yay tall with a little handle mm. on it. Uh, that's good That's good podcasting right there when I say yay big yay about big. Yay, <laughs> yay tall for those folks at home. Uh, it's the smallest one with a handle is the one that mm. Bubby and I are referring to. Oh. And I, I will get up to that size. You don't want to get bigger than that because you can't drink that much. Mm. And I will consider the chocolate milk too while I'm there. I'll be honest with you. But I got a sweet tooth, so that's going to that's gonna happen. Hmm. Interesting. So that's my go-to, but I would not go to if I if I have my choice. Come and go is not. I mean, uh, quick trip is not the top. Come and go is top t- 
tier for me if I've got mm. the option. They don't have very. They don't always have the best Celsius selection at Come and Go. Come and Go. If you're listening out there, man, it says pick up your game when it comes to the Celsius. Same so with Casey's. They don't have a great selection. Casey's. They Hy-Vee, Fast and Fresh. Great oh, choices. Man. I've never been to a Hy-Vee Fast and Fresh. Bobby, what are you sad about? What's wrong? You think I go take a phone call, Bobby? Do I need to pause podcast? I'm not going to take it. <laughs> What's happening here? I refuse. <laughs> Who's calling? Somebody from church. Oh. If you can call them back here. We're getting close. Where are we at? What? Ha- For those of you listening at home, I just attempt... So I keep my glasses on top of my head <laughs> when I'm not using them. And for those of you, I know what you just did now. I only thought out of the corner of my eye. For those of you listening at home, <laughs> I just took the top of my headphones and tried to roll them over my eyes so I could see how far into this podcast we were. <laughs> Instead of just about, picking them up off the counter and putting them on. It's about an hour ten. Yeah. So I got one more and then we're gonna get out of here. I've got a question for you guys, and this came up last night as I was out to eat dinner. Is a cowboy hat too much hat? Okay? This is my question to you. So think about a cowboy hat. Like a true, like our, our form, uh, Rusty, who you know wears a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Is a cowboy hat too much hat? And here's my, here's my side of this argument. I don't think any hat that goes past, that protrudes past any part of you, outside of your body size should be worn. So a cowboy hat sticks way out in the front, sticks way out the back, sticks pretty far out on the sides. Okay? So that hat is taking up more space than you are. And I think that's too much hat. That's like a freaking beach sun hat. You know what I'm saying? We are just taking up a lot of extraneous room and for what? At the Cheddars in Springfield. You don't like sombreros? Nope. No sombreros? That's too much hat, too. I will accept a toque. I will accept... Um, beanie. Beanie. I will accept a baseball cap. All those are staying within their confines. A bowler stays within its confines. Fedora. A fedora, if you have to wear one. Or uh, what's the, a trilby, which is what pe- most people think a fedora is. Um, you can wear all those hats. I'm fine with it. If you have one of them... Uh, them tiny little hats you want to wear on your head, you know, just perched off to the side, you know, a l- little crown, a tiara, all those are fine with me. I'm just saying, I think personally for me, in this world, this day and age, that's too much damn hat. You just, you don't need it. You're not riding a horse. You're not keeping the sun out of your eyes. You're in your truck. People in Texas and Oklahoma may, maybe, <laughs> but only the ones who are actually out there like, in the sun doing the thing. If you're just getting out of your big-ass SUV and waddling your ass into freaking Cheddar's, and someone who waddled his ass into fr- Cheddar's last night, and I can count for this, and you're sitting at the table with your big-ass hat, that is too much hat. Now, am I wrong? Didn't take it off to eat? Nope. Had it on the whole time he was there. Is that too much hat? That's my question to you. I think it depends on too much. Uh, depends on the person. You think? You think there are people who, who are good with... Cowboy hat is the perfect hat for them. Yeah. Dep- I'd have to see them. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's going on a case-by-case basis. Yes. Amanda? Yeah, exactly. Where's your hat? Si- where's your, what's your hat stance here? I don't have an opinion on this. You don't care. But now you've kind of talked me into wearing a 
big hat. <laughs> because I think maybe it'll keep people away. Like, oh. it sets your boundary. Oh, like, it does. It, it expands your range, for yeah. sure. Maybe I need a hat, a big hat. Big, when I'm, I'm, I would suggest one of those big-ass beach hats, with big, floppy beach hats. Yeah. What about the hats they wear at the um, horse track? Oh, for like for like the uh, Kentucky Derby hat. Yeah, that's a big ass hat. Yeah, but usually they only wear it for that one event. Yes, okay. I would say that it's appropriate, but just because that that's like you know if you go to a costume party, you got to wear a costume. Mm-hmm. If you got to go, if you go to Kentucky Derby, you got to get you a Kentucky Derby hat. I mean, that's just how that works. They're gonna you're you're gonna be out of place. Amanda's gonna be wearing one all the time now. Amanda's gonna get her a big ass Kentucky Derby. hat. I might just get because. I don't like to spend money. I Kay. might just get like a hula hoop and just like work out some kind of system to like wear that all the time and have that's, that be my boundary. That's that's a slightly weirder option to go. So you need a hula hoop and you need suspenders. Is what? <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. Is what I we're talking that. about here. Mm-hmm. Kind of the, the like the, the the clown pants, but without the pants. Yep, exactly. Okay, I'm I'm down with this. I, I will I will guarantee you this. <laughs> if you go out into the world where you're hula hoop and suspenders, people will definitely stay away from you. You will I'm get expect you to wear that next week. At, you will get all the room you need <laughs> in this world if you are wearing just pretty excited regular about outfit, hula hoop <laughs> and suspenders. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think we are going to wrap this podcast up. I want to see that Saturday when I'm at work. Yeah, this is the this is not going to get any better than where we are right now. So, uh, once again, if you'd like to write into the podcast, please feel free to write into the podcast. You can reach us at it's all fish and chips at gmail.com. If you'd like to visit our website, it's allfishandchips.com. Uh, the Patreon link will be in the show notes, so uh, also follow that. Remember, if you sign up for our Patreon and you're one of the first people to sign up for our Patreon, you will receive a f- picture drawn specifically by Bubby's kid, Parker, for you. You can choose either Phineas or Ferb, and Tyler's kids will send you a Mad Lib that they have filled out on their own. Now, they may not know what an adverb is, <laughs> because or I'm not adjective. sure... Tyler knows what an adverb is, but <laughs> they will f- put words in the slots. I can guarantee a lot of them will probably be poop. So just be aware of that when you sign up. Numbers. Numbers. But either way around, um, my, my name's Thor. Bobby. I'm Amanda. And no matter how bad things are out there, folks, remember, it's just all fish and chips. doesn't actually kill the music.